Welcome to Veteran State of Mind. Welcome to Ransom Bands. For those of you who don't know, we have a couple of different formats on the show, one of which um, is Ransom Bands, where me and my mucker Joe, the king of the peasants, we get together, we talk about some of the uh, kind of the events of the day or the events of the weeks, depends how long it's been since we did the last one. Um, and we like to talk reasonably well-informed bollocks. And then on the other, on the other episodes, we have uh, guests in who are interesting guests, sometimes veterans, sometimes not, but just something, some people who have something important to say, some lessons that can be learned, some interesting stories to share. Um, and those are our like, kind of longer episodes. Um, I want to say a thank you to everyone supporting the Patreon for making today's episode possible. I stuck a uh, poll up on the Veteran State of Mind social media recently asking how often you wanted these episodes and you said weekly and we aim to please. So we are going to um, do short episodes, do them on a weekly basis. The more money we're getting in the, for the Patreon, the more episodes we can do. Um, it all goes on to the cost of the podcast. Unfortunately, me and Joe are still waiting for you fuckers to fund our yacht. But we're waiting in vain, um, you know, but hope springs eternal. Joe, welcome to the podcast, mate. Sounding, bro, you good? I'm good, mate. I'm good. i got a lot of stuff to rant about, mate. I feel like, I almost feel like a bit of vintage 2020 rants are coming on, to be quite honest, mate. A lot of the stuff that's going on at the moment is really kind of like transporting me back to that beautiful dystopian place that we called Lockdown Britain. Um, but... I know you had something on your mind yesterday that um, you wanted to talk about, and that is the kind of industrial action, etc., that's going on in the country at the moment, or is going to be going on in the country. So, what was on your mind, mate? So I did. Um, I just did a post on Instagram. I wasn't really thinking at the time, as I often don't think when I post anything on Instagram. It's just I see something, I react to it, and it's my personal fucking opinion. Um, Hence the reason I don't put much fucking great thought into it because it's just whatever comes into mind at the time. So I posted about um, a newspaper, newspaper article that was saying how that the military are going to be used to be driving the ambulances, etc. when the NHS workers decide to go on strike. And it immediately pissed me off because the irony of it all again if you think back we were all nippers back then well maybe not you as much because you're a bit fucking older than me but i'm fucking like a year older it was around uh 2000 2001 i think when uh when the fire brigade went on strike and the squaddies had to fill that role but not only that but the fire brigade wouldn't let the soldiers use the fire engines so they ended up fucking bringing out a fleet of green goddesses mm. Because not only would they not let them use them, but they wouldn't, let, they wouldn't train them on how to use the equipment. So they dusted off a load of these old 1944 manuals for the Green Goddesses. And the way a load of 18 and 19-year-old lads earning probably half of what fucking firemen earned at the time went risking their lives, fighting fires with 70-year-old fucking equipment. Now, this time won't be survived. Um, he's driving ambulances, etc., etc. But the point still fucking remains. So I had one person um, emphatically sending me messages because they used to be a nurse in the army and then they've worked in the NHS. Um, obviously left the army a long time ago, um, back in the good old days when there was lots of disposable income and everything, and started giving me a right round of fucks about how there's nurses having to use food banks. And, and I was like, well, there's 
the soldiers use in food banks. Right, oh no, yeah. the soldiers don't have to use soldiers don't use food banks because soldiers they've got a scoff house. Yeah, but there's married soldiers with children and mortgages. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, th- I think she's missed your point there, which is not that which is not that there's not nurses struggling, but then you're asking people who are even less paid to come in and then take over for them. Yeah. And then she started then going on to me saying that I was directing my anger at the wrong people. And it's like, no, I'm not. My anger is directed to the point that soldiers get called upon and they do it without fucking whinging. Well, they whinge to each other, but they don't go and fucking and strike about bands. it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously, do you know what I mean? Soldiers always fucking mourn. They have done since the fucking dawn of fucking time, probably more than any other demographic in the world. But they don't take industrial action. They don't go on strike. She then turned to me. She was like, I know. Bearing in mind, she was a nurse in the army, so I don't know how this works, or a medic or something. But she's like, I know loads of soldiers who went AWOL so they didn't have to go and fight. And I thought, well, I don't know what fucking unit you was in, but I never knew of anyone go AWOL so they didn't have to fucking go there. Also, I'd be quite all right with I'd be quite all right with shooting them. But what also pissed me off was something that that was said was that that they'd they'd rip their arm off. And I thought, well, they probably would at the start just to get out of any sort of monotonous shit that camp life fucking brings. But then when they started getting out there and getting into the conversations of the real civilian population of how much everyone else is earning shit, they probably wouldn't. And I just think... It, it's just fucking bullshit. It's also written into fucking law as well because the police can't strike either. It's um, then that it's written into their, I don't know, whatever employment legal term is, um, which is also the same as the arm that they, that they can't go on strike. Now, I'm not saying nurses don't deserve pay rises, but the lower end of the average nursing wage is 30 odd grand. And they do do a good job. But I think what people are missing here is this is probably all part now. This might be me being a fucking conspiracy theorist and we might look back on this in about nine years' time ago. Fucking hell, Joe, you was right. But I also think this is a lot to do with phasing out of the NHS by making it where people don't want to work because nurses who work for private corporations earn a hell of a lot more money than NHS nurses. Um. And I wouldn't be massively opposed to it. I mean, the amount of money what a decent earning person pays in national insurance, you can more or less pay for people cover anyway. So it's going to happen. The NHS eventually will get fucked off and it will get privatised, so other things. Uh, and that's basically what my post was about, um, was the fact that the military catch the shit end of everybody else's fucking tantrums when they get paid less. Um and again, one of her arguments was, oh, yeah, well, soldiers have got loads more disposable income. And if they haven't, it's because they shit at budgeting money. You could say exactly the same for the nurses, though, couldn't you? If the nurses are earning more and they're struggling, well, that would be exactly the same point. But I thought that, that was also another great point, the fact that young lads, mostly from council estates, are 16 years old, never teach them a fucking thing about money. Yeah, and then expecting to somehow know how to budget and everything. Of course, they're going to spend all the money on fucking drink and cars, and they'll go and get dripped up for fucking finance on a car that's worth three times what they fucking earn and shit like that. Because that's what somebody with with no experience with fucking money will do. 
And it's just there was just no basis to any of it. And I, I had quite a few messages with people turning and from me till I got to the point where I thought, you know what? I don't even give a fuck. I don't give a fuck if the nurses go on strike or not. It makes no fucking difference to me. I'm just bored of these shit arguments. And not one person come at me with a good, decent argument that wasn't skewed because the average nursing wage is skewed because they're going off what senior nurses get paid, which is a hell of a lot more than a junior starting wage. But a starting wage for a nurse is about 27 grand, right. which is about the same as the starting wage of a teacher, the starting wage of um, a fucking cop, starting wage of most professions that work in the sort of civil service public sector arena um and then one of the other shit arguments was yeah but you have to have a degree to be a nurse well you've got to have a degree to work in fucking costa copies you want to be a fucking <laughs> barista do you know what i mean it's like where's the argument in that that's fucking ridiculous you need a degree to do probably 70 percent of job and, and also like to do to do a degree like if you if you take it on that that's that's your fucking choice right you you go into that knowing what your job's going to be so then to say that other people should then have to pick up the slack for you you know but like look a lot of this stuff obviously i'm quite sim- i'm sympathetic to anybody who is struggling with the finances but at the same time i kind of want to ask everybody that's going on about this did you support lockdowns did you support closing the uk economy did you support furlough? Because if you did, you should shut the fuck up. Because where did you think that money was going to fucking come from? And I feel really fuck like, right now, mate. I really feel for people who had to continue working. You know, quote unquote key workers who had to because you know my my belief is anybody that's fucking earning money is a key worker for themselves and their fucking family. But let's just say the government used a key worker. They had to continue working. They got no time off. They got no furlough off. And now their cost of living is higher and they're having to fucking chip in and pay all this extra tax to pay all the fucking money back for the people who are on furlough. And guess what? Economists Lance Corporal Jones and Lance Corporal Lynn were fucking saying this years ago. So if we could fucking see it come in, how the fuck could no one else? So if now you're going, oh, well, now I, I can't got cost of living problems and you were supporting lockdowns and furlough, you should shut the fuck up. I know. Well, that was one of the things someone said when they said they said to me, "Well, everyone should just get a pay rise." I was like, "Well, one." Oh my god, they didn't say that, that, did they? Well, oh yeah, because magic that, money, magic money for that would everyone. Absolutely, fucking destroy the economy. Two, we haven't got the money in the pot to do that. Well, they could afford to spend thirty-eight billion on track and trace. Like I was like, I was popping in my head. I was like, "No, you fucking dick." No, they didn't. What they did was made themselves and loads of their friends extremely fucking unfathomably fucking wealthy. That's what 38 billion was spent on. It wasn't spent. This is what people fucking thought. Oh, well, they they managed to find the money for this public funding to fund that. It's like, no, they found the money to make themselves extremely fucking rich and then pop fucking smoke. Yeah. So like, yeah, this, this idea that people should get paid more, Right, well, inflation basically is the same amount, um, the same amount of goods for for more money, right? Basically, so if you've got, if you've got, if everyone gets a pay rise, there's still only the same amount of goods to go around, so the prices of those goods just go up. So you're not really any, no one's any fucking better off. You just have people who are all of a sudden, like, like this is why you get in countries where inflation goes crazy, where you're paying millions for a fucking loaf of bread, right? So this idea that people should get paid more, and it's a nice idea in a you know in a way, I get it. It's a lovely idea, but it just doesn't it just doesn't stand up to to kind of um, you know reality. And like I said, like you know, 
Fucking hell, what did people think was going to happen after two years of paying half the country to sit on its ass? What did you think was going to happen? Obviously, the fucking bill was going to come due for this. And one of the things that's kind of winding me up as well, and again, this isn't the, the fault of nurses or anyone that works for, you know, in that kind of thing. But the fact is, we're talking, you know, the, the people who are really talking about going on strike, these are government employees, right? Well, it's the government that fucked the country up and locked everyone down. And now you're asking your fellow citizens to fucking take the brunt from it. They weren't the ones who fucking did this. The government did. Your employers did. And now everyone has to fucking suffer because of it. How about at the time you just said, no, fuck you, we're not doing this. But no one did. He fucking bent over, took it, and now he's fucking complaining. It just fucking does my head in, mate, because, like, fucking... I told you we were going to go classic rants and bands today, mate. It's fucking COVID stuff. Gross my shit. Fucking at the moment, got all the people on the news, BBC News. Oh, the brutal Chinese fucking cracking down on lockdown protests. What the fuck was going on in London a couple of years ago? Were the police asking people to go home kindly or were they fucking shoving them in the fucking concrete and taking them and fucking chucking them into cells? Like, we like we, we were just ahead of the curve. That You want a fucking curve to talk about? How about the fact that we saw this fucking shit coming years ago and people actually stood up against it? And now, but at the time, oh, they're selfish. Oh, they're conspiracy theorists. Now they're doing it in China. They're fucking heroes. Oh, it's, it's literally, I'm at the point now where everybody deserves every single thing that happens to them. Fact. And, and, I don't, and I don't give a fuck. Do you know what I mean? If you're struggling to pay your fucking bill, I don't care. If you're looking at your poor, starving children's upset little faces, they unwraps a fucking empty box on Christmas Day. I don't give a fuck because you were thick enough, thick enough to go along with all this and sit on your ass and get pissed every night in furlough and fucking sit there slagging off the protesters for being selfish and that. And then the same thick fucking cunts and now, like you just said, commenting in social media about the Chinese police beating people. One of the headlines was um, protest. I might be able to fuck your phone out of Sky News now. Protester um, is arrested while screaming, and it's just like, of course they fucking was. What a stupid fucking headline, dude! What protesters aren't fucking screaming? Yeah, mate. I mean, look, the the whole thing. I I I'm trying to bring it up on the internet now. If I can get, if I can, um, if I can get this up, I'll try and bring it up because I was reading an article earlier. It was from 2020, and it was. Um, it was reporting on, like, the lockdown protests. And, like, you can see so clearly the structure that they're using. You know, it starts off with, basically, first thing they do is they try and discredit the crowd. So there's no mention in there of people who are, like, they're worried about their child's development because they're missing school and friends. There's no thing about people who want to be, you know, be able to go and visit their grandparents because they don't want them to be alone and get, you know, have worsened dementia. There's nothing in there about people who have spent 20 years building a business that's going down the pan. There's nothing about that. All they go is, oh, people were seen with placards about Bill Gates and stuff. So they come straight off the bat. They try and undermine everything. Because look, if you take a crowd of like, let's say 10,000 people, there are going to be some fucking spack jobs in there. It's going to fucking happen. But what they do on this, and this is, and then they do the opposite when it suits them. So, for instance, with BLM riots, you know, it was mostly peaceful protests, right? They ignore the minority, which are causing damage, and go, well, look, they're just a few bad apples. But when it came to lockdown protests, the majority of people who were there who were just like, look, this is against civil liberties, this is, you know, unethical, this is going to be dangerous to the country's future. 
Fuck them. No, let's concentrate on the two fucking mongs with the fucking Bill Gates fucking plaque, shall we? Who thinks everyone's getting a microchip? Let's concentrate on them. So they do that. And then what they do is they come in and stand up for the police. And it's very much a, oh, well, we're just here to keep people safe. Like, what do you think the Chinese police are saying? They're not like, oh, yeah, we're just out here because we want to be brutal dictators and we just want to fill everyone in. No, they're going to go, well, it's for everybody's public good. That's what dictators say. That's what totalitarian fucking countries say. You read through this fucking, this this article, mate. You know, it, it's saying stuff like, um, you know, oh, I can't believe that, you know, like stuff, but I'm, I'm paraphrasing along the lines of, I can't believe they attacked the police. They're just trying to do their job and keep people safe. And then you've got the mayor of London saying, well, we're probably going to need more restrictions, but it's for everyone's good. Now go and read a press release by the Chinese state media and tell me how it's any different. You will see exactly the same format, exactly the same fucking excuses. It fucking happened here and people let it happen and now you're crying. Well, fuck you. Me and Joe were right about everything. It's about time people give us an apology, Joe. I'm ready for my apology. I don't want an apology. What I want is misery. <laughs> I want these people to be fucking miserable. I want to see their starving children on Christmas Day unwrapping paper fucking <laughs> boxes, wrapped in fucking magazine paper with something shit in there. Mm, daddy's got your or, special present. Don't worry, Joe. Come in here. Come into the garage what, and daddy will give you a present. Oh, what I, look norm- I normally look forward to most is January. I love January. No, I busy gyms, mate. And, and I love it. I love it in Christmas when everybody starts pretending how much they love fat. Oh, fuck, he's gone. You're gone. You're gone. You're gone. You went. You stopped. You stopped the family. You stopped it. You stopped it. I haven't got a family. You stopped there. This is this is censorship business. It's fucking best. <laughs> yeah. Travel lodge, you're fucking censoring me. Rishi Sunak's like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm a back on now. Yeah, you're back. Back on. Yeah, because I ain't got a family, so I couldn't give a fuck about them. So when people turn around and go on about important families and they start posting all the cringeworthy shit on Instagram about all the fucking shit family quotes and shit peaky blinders family quotes. <laughs> and then January, I love it, when they're all fed up and they've argued with each other, they're all skin, they've maxed out the credit cards, they're up to the fucking eyebrows in payday loans. That's my favourite time of year. It's the most wonderful time. <laughs> you're, just, you're just going around laughing at people, are you? It is. You're literally, you got within the space of three weeks of breaking up from fucking work to going back to work again. The mood has gone from all happy and fucking jolly to 90% of the workforce is suicidal and it's fucking great. I don't like Christmas, mate. Hey, do you want to hear a little fucking rant story about the trains? Um... So my brother took a train the other day down Wrexham to London. And I mean, I don't know if you know if you've been on the trains recently, but they have gone massively downhill in the last few years. There's a lot less trains, it seems to be. There's definitely less carriages. They're fucking packed all the time. So my brother was looking for a seat, couldn't find one. And then he comes across this carriage that's totally empty. So there was a, a woman like um, working for the you know railway, like a member of staff. And he was like, well, how come there's no one sitting in here? And she said, oh, well, it's been booked out by a, a, um, by a corporation. He's like, well, are they turned up to use the seats? So no. He's like, well, I'm going to sit in here then. She said, well, you can't sit in here. It's been booked out of the corporation. He said, yeah, but people book other seats, and if they don't turn up for them, people get to sit in the seats. 
Why is it different because of corp? Why is it, why is it different because of corporations bought them? There's no one in here. The train's full. People should be allowed to sit in here. And she's like, well, yeah, but we can't let you do that. And he's like, okay, so if I buy a carriage full of seats, you know, and would be people be able to sit in them? He said, of course they are, because I buy a seat all the time when people sit in it. Because if you get off, if you don't take your seat, people get to sit in it. And and I just thought that was, re- and I just thought that was really interesting, mate. Because like you know these kind of, you know, the trains. This is public transport, right? The idea is public transport, but a company could just buy seats. Like what if it, what if that company decided, all oh, right, there's ten carriages on this train. We're going to buy six of them. Everyone else has got to squeeze into four carriages while six remain empty. It's fucking ridiculous, mate. Like, they want people to use public transport. Well, this is actually, this is kind of a conspiracy theory here. They say that they want people to use public transport, etc., etc. I think the I think the long-term aim, mate, of these people, like, you know, your globalists, your World Economic Forums, your Klaus Schwab's, your fucking British politicians, all that, they don't want people to be travelling. They want you to live in your home, they want you to work in your home, or very close to your home, and they want you to stay fucking put while they go around the world doing all their, like, little fun things. You know, oh, we got a climate change conference. Get the private jet, Joe. We're off to the climate change conference. <laughs> oh, but you, you better fucking wash out your fucking yogurt pots, you cunt. Like, it's it's fucking ridiculous, mate. Um, And I think this idea, people are like, well, why aren't they putting on more public transport? Because they don't want us to travel. They don't. They want us to, they want us to be like your little fucking things in the Matrix where everyone's in like one of them little pods wanking and fucking watching I'm a celebrity. That's what they want. We've been right about everything else. Matt, my words were right about this. Joe. Oh, he's frozen up. All right. Joe's frozen up. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to call it the day there. Joe keeps freezing up, um, which is why we've had to edit this a bit. So um, we'll get Joe to, to, to fucking dig in his pocket and pay for some fucking Wi-Fi. And um, we'll be back with another episode next week. Uh, thank you so much, Patreons. If you're interested in joining us down in the show notes, catch you next time. We love you. Bye.